The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We've been waiting to see what was going to happen, but now we know the Crown has dropped its breach of trust case against Vice Admiral Mark Norman. This morning, the prosecutor in the case, Barbara Mercier, told court that after Norman's defense team gave the Crown new information last month, prosecutors no longer believe they had a reasonable prospect of convicting him. The decision abruptly ends a politically explosive case that would have played out during the federal election campaign. Mercedes Stevenson is the Ottawa Bureau Chief for Global News and host of the West Block. She joins us now. Mercedes, you were in court this morning. Um, Can you give us a little bit of the details uh, about this? Because this case can be somewhat convoluted. Maybe you can break it down for my listeners. Sure. So basically, Vice Admiral Mark Norman was the second in command in the Canadian forces. So talking about a very powerful person. And everyone in Ottawa was shocked when one day he was removed from his job. They said there was an RCMP investigation. And then the prime minister came out and said that he expected this to end up before the courts, which was stunning because he'd not been charged at that point. Hmm. He was then subsequently charged with breach of trust. And what the RCMP alleged was that he had leaked cabinet secrets about a big shipbuilding project worth about $700 million to the industry and to um, media. And that shipbuilding project was supposed to go to a shipyard in Quebec. It was to build a resupply ship for the Canadian Navy, of which we didn't have any anymore. And that brings things like food and water and fuel to ships. You can imagine that's very important. Mm -hmm. Um, And when the Liberal government came in, uh, they received a complaint from Irving, which is a huge shipbuilding company that's very influential with the Liberal Party out in eastern Canada, uh, and they agreed to review that and reconsider it. This showed up in the media. It embarrassed the government, and they basically backed away from that plan to review it. We were all stunned that they called the RCMP to investigate this because cabinet leaks happen, you know, like every Monday. (laughs) All the time. It's pretty routine (laughs) here in Ottawa, um, and you don't see the police called in, much less charged and, and a very serious charge in this case, and a very, at times, bizarre police investigation that included surveilling Mark Norman's house. Um, it's not clear if they thought he was handing brown paper documents out the back door or what, uh, but it was the whole thing was just very kind of odd. And then you had Mark Norman's lawyer, who's very high profile, mm-hmm. Marie Hennon, uh, she represented Giango Mashi, um, say, look, this is politically motivated. It's all about the fight between shipbuilders. My client is caught in the middle, and this government is embarrassed and is pushing for this, essentially. The government also refused to release some pretty key documents, including 60 pages, uh, a memo written by Michael Wernick, who you might remember, yeah. former clerk of the Privy Council, featured prominently in the SNC-Lavalin scandal. Uh, he wrote a 60-page memo to the Prime Minister about this case, but the PMO gave it to them completely blacked out. <laughs> so you can imagine Mark Norman's lawyer saying, I can't really send my client if I can't see what this says. Um, and at some point in March, uh, the defense and the Crown met and the defense showed something to the Crown that led them to believe there was not a reasonable chance of conviction. Mm. We still don't know what What they showed them, but there was something, and so here you are today. Uh, Mark Norman is vindicated. They've They've dropped the charge, but the way they dropped it is that they stayed it versus actually withdrawing it. And so for folks who might not know the difference, uh, what does that mean? Doesn't doesn't that mean that they have a year to maybe um, bring it back up again? Well, we asked um, the Crown Prosecutor on our way out of court, like, is this over? And she said, yes, it's okay. over. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, no risk. It's going to go back, although whether or not we see another lawsuit, this time initiated by Mark Norman, perhaps, 
um, is something that a lot of political watchers here are expecting to happen. He has absolutely massive legal bills. The Department of National Defense had initially refused to pay them, which was out of character. Typically, if you work for the government uh, and this happens, you, you do have some money given to you for legal fees. They said no because they basically believed he was guilty, yeah. even though that verdict hadn't been reached. Today, wow. uh, pretty dramatic change in tune with the defense minister saying the government will pay all of Mark Norman's legal bill. Well, and interesting to see that grassroots uh, fundraising campaign for um, Vice Admiral Norman come together. Something that over you know, 400000 almost $500,000 uh, folks just donating to it. I want to go back to that new information for a second, Mercedes, that whatever it was that made someone change their minds. Is there any speculation on what that might be? We, we literally have no, no idea. idea. But here's here's the one thing the prosecutor said that got my attention. She said that whatever it was, and it, it came from the defense and third parties, it led the Crown to believe they not only did they not have a chance of a reasonable chance of conviction, but that it did not prove a marked change, marked change in the standards that were expected. Hmm. That would suggest they were able to produce something that proved either other people did this or what, what Mark Norman is, is alleged to have done or that they didn't have a smoking gun. They just had emails, which I've seen, uh, that he exchanged with people complaining about Irving trying to interfere and that perhaps that wasn't normal. Or they got a hold of some kind of sanctioned media strategy or leaking that would prove actually this stuff happens all the time. Um, those are some of the theories. We really don't know what they had, but whatever it was convinced them that uh, that that benchmark mm-hmm. of marked change from expected behavior was not there. Although the Crown did say they still thought that what Mark Norman did was inappropriate and secretive. <laughs> Mercedes Stevenson is the bureau chief, the Ottawa bureau chief for Global News and, of course, the host of uh, the West Block. Now, the Crown was saying that the Public Prosecution Service made the decision without any political interference. Many are suggesting otherwise. We're certainly seeing uh, opposition members in the House today um, kind of bas- bashing the uh, the Trudeau liberals. Um, where, do, where do we stand uh, on that one, Mercedes? So the prosecutor went out of her way to make it very clear that there was no political interference either in laying the charge or in withdrawing the charge, uh, or in this case, staying the charge. And she said, look, we've made this decision based on the evidence before us. Uh, Marie hadn't indicated that too. So she didn't indicate any problem with the actual prosecutors. It was sort of the lead up to that that they were alleging there had been political interference in. The opposition is still trying to say that this is perhaps connected um, to Andrew Leslie testifying. He is a liberal MP, he's the former head of the army, Mm -hmm. uh, and he was going to testify on behalf of Mark Norman in this trial. You can imagine how that went down in the Prime Minister's office. Oh, boy. boy. Um, And they're, they're saying, though, you know, look, this was strictly about we could not get a conviction. Now, the fact that the government wasn't releasing documents was another point that may have at some point seen the case fall uh, kicked out of court because you can't mount a defense if you can't see all of the documents. Mm-hmm. And that was something that Marie Hennon was pursuing. She was asking for huge numbers of documents. And then if the government was not able to provide them or they were completely redacted, she had that recourse to come back. And she was in the process of doing that uh, and filing an abuse of process motion when the Crown made the decision to simply just drop this and walk away from it because they did not think they were going to get a conviction. Mercedes, what impact, if any, did the SNC-Lavalin case have on this, if only for optics? 
optics, um, it's, it's a big problem for the Liberals, and it was going to unfold. This particular case was scheduled to unfold during the election campaign. So you can imagine the heyday the opposition would have had with that. And that, that's also why you know some of the opposition are saying that they believe there was some sort of political interference here, despite what the Crown is saying. Um, it's a problem because in the SNC-Lavalin case, it was fundamentally about allegations that the Liberals were in some way favoring a big company that they were friendly with by interfering in the justice system. This is basically the same allegations in a different way. Mm. The allegations being from the defense and from the opposition that the government was trying to interfere in an already approved project for a desperately needed supply ship uh, to try to favor Irving shipbuilding, which is very close to the liberal government, yeah. very senior people in the liberal government, and that they were doing that by trying to make Mark Norman into a scapegoat and trying to criminally prosecute him. Uh, so once people don't like in the headlines, two very similar stories in a row starts to become much more politically problematic. But I'd say just because this isn't happening during the election doesn't mean it's over. In fact, Mark Norman said he's going to tell his story in coming days and there's things that Canadians need to know. It's going to be fast. So we'll find out what those are. Mercedes, as you said, uh, Vice Admiral Norman spoke in court and uh, and afterwards he was he was very calm, very measured. There was not a whole lot of emotion there. His demeanor, again, carrying himself as I guess one would expect a vice admiral uh, to do. Um, but, you know, through the entire thing, he, 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 he just, he was that way. And I think for a lot of people that, that speaks to them about him. Um, your thoughts on, on what he said today and the way he carried himself through this entire thing. Well, you know, um, he is a very well-liked person in the Canadian forces. And even those who may not, uh, you know, be friendly with him would say he had a reputation for being a straight shooter. He had a reputation for putting the troops first. He had a reputation for being honest. Sometimes people thought he was too straight-laced, like when he got rid of alcohol on Navy ships. <laughs> um, so he, this was not somebody who really would jump to front of mind as likely to leak cabinet secrets. Now, anyone is always capable of anything, but um, I talked to many, many military sources about this, and they all struggled to believe that this was possible based on the person they knew as Mark Norman. Um, and today he talked about the toll this has taken on his family. I mean, it's, it's been tremendous. He was a up-and-coming officer. He was widely expected to be the next chief of the defense mm-hmm. staff. And the way that this happened, too, was pretty shocking because when he was removed from his post, they wouldn't say why. And people thought maybe it was something to do with sexual misconduct. Mm. They thought maybe he was a spy for another country. And that was very damaging to his reputation here in Ottawa. Um, so he goes back, by the way, to working in the military basically as of now. He's reinstated to duty, but he doesn't go back to that position of being the second in command. But certainly... Um, I, I heard from people close to him. They made a decision very early on to wear the uniform, to wear the medals, to hold his head high, to try to take the high road, um, and, and to try to draw that contrast. And I think that uh, part of that is just Mark Norman's personality, and you saw that today. Uh, I know that you're having a busy day. I just have a couple more questions for you before I let you let you go. Um, you mentioned, um, you know, his job, the job that he had's already filled. I believe Lieutenant General Winnick's in there uh, now. The one thing about all of this is that 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 whole ship in question with all of this is actually a highlight of this whole story. It's actually doing a great job. 
Yeah, so the, the, uh, the, <laughs> the asterisk. Yeah. Um, in fact, it was so good that the government ordered a second one, despite <laughs> having reviewed the initial contract. Um, and I will say that the initial contract was odd, right? Because it was a huge amount of money sole sourced to an area where the Conservatives needed seats in uh, near northern Quebec, around Quebec City. So understandable that a government might perhaps review it. But there was real sticker shock here. Like, we're talking an $89 million uh, price tag if the government had tried to delay this or call it off. And the ship was already ready to be built, and it was desperately needed. And what Mark Norman is saying in a lot of these emails that we have when you read them is, you know, it, like, we don't get this ship built. It's mission critical because the Navy has to rely on allies right now to resupply them, which is working for now. But it really limits your actual latitude and freedom as a nation to make decisions mm-hmm. about what you want to do, because you can only go where your allies want to take you. Um, so it was. there's no question it was very much needed. There's no question it has performed very well um, and so well that its sister ship has been rebuilt and is, is now uh, you know preparing to go into use as well. But it was sort of that idea that here is this admiral who appears to be trying to stand up for what was needed in the Navy. He gets charged criminally. And one of the things legal experts I talked to wondered about was in a breach of trust charge to get a conviction, you usually have to prove that somebody benefited financially. They they benefited personally. And it was never clear that there was that allegation against Mark Norman. Oh, so many questions still to be answered. And uh, I mean, this can't, it's just another blemish, I think, in in a lot of people's minds uh, for the prime minister as well um, in in this, what some would say is a bit of a fall from grace, especially over over the past year for him and not good news going into this federal election. Well, and part of it for the Prime Minister is when you set yourself up and say, you know, we're going to do politics differently. We're not going mm-hmm. to be um, some of the negative stereotypes that have been out there about the Liberal Party in the past. We're going to have sunny ways and openness. And then you call the police in when a journalist gets the story. Um, <laughs> it doesn't seem consistent with what you've promised. And in the case of Mark Norman, it was never a particularly strong case, according to police sources that I had spoken to. Um, that It was not as though there was a smoking gun. In fact, they ended up tracking down at least six different possible leaks. So uh, it's awfully tough to get a conviction in that kind of a case. And on top of that, there's actually someone else who has been charged with the exact same thing, leaking these documents. Um, And that person is an employee of the public service. He was only charged recently. And there's been no suggestion by the police that he in any way collaborated with Mark Norman. It's not like this was his, you know, sidekick. This is someone who's been charged totally separately. Okay, so then how are you going to get a conviction if you have two people accused of doing the exact same thing but not in coordination? Um, So, yeah, a very unusual and strange case. Mercedes Stevenson, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. I appreciate it very much. Thanks for having me. There you go, Mercedes Stevenson, the uh, Bureau Chief for Global News out of Ottawa. And of course, you can catch her uh, on the West Block every weekend. She is the host of that show. Again, fascinating. When you sit down, if you, if you get some time and you can break it down, there's a lot of great um, articles out there right now and even some videos just like by the by the numbers, by the book, about what has, what has happened. And uh, you can bet there's going to be a lawsuit uh, on its way. And uh, you can bet it's going to be a big one. So we'll be watching this. So as we've been talking about, uh, vindicated Vice Admiral Mark Norman 
Left in Ottawa courtroom today, a free man after Crown prosecutors stayed breach of trust allegations against him. You heard during that interview with Mercedes Stevenson, the host of the West Block on uh, on Global, that um, the prosecutor in the case said it's done. It is over. Uh, and just a few blocks away after the announcement, the defense minister, Harjit Sajjan, announced that you, taxpayers, will foot Norman's hefty legal bill. Uh, Norman, of course, was the vice chief of defense staff, so second in command of the Canadian military. Before he was suspended, it took a year for charges to be laid against him, one charge to be laid against him. Uh, he was charged with that breach of trust over alleged leaks of secret information about a Navy shipbuilding contract. As we heard, um, that there was evidence brought forward from the defense that um, the prosecutor said gave them the belief that they could no longer reasonably uh, have a, a prospect of convicting him. Vice Admiral Norman said he is happy that this is how, that it is over, but he is saying, hey, you know what, I just want to get back to work. And uh, look, I'm ready to go back to work. Uh, I've, I've been saying this all along. Uh, I, it, other people will have to have conversations and decide what that looks like. I can't tell you right now what that's going to look like. What I can say is that national institutions are bigger than any one person, and they have to be, and they should be. And so we, we'll watch that space and see where this goes in, in the days ahead. Yes. Ultimately, I look forward to my immediate reinstatement and a return to serve in Canada, something that I have done unfailingly for the last 38 years, something that Canadians should expect and demand. In closing, I want to speak directly to the thousands of Canadians who stood by me, who supported me and my family, both spiritually and financially. We would simply have never made it here without your generosity and help. Thank you. As I mentioned during the interview with Mercedes, about $400,000, $500,000 was raised almost for this grassroots campaign to to help with his legal fees. Again, the federal government saying it will cover costs now. Um, He should get an apology. And as I said, you should probably expect to see uh, a big settlement uh, coming his way. His lawyer today, Marie Hennon, again, you'll remember her name. She's the one that defended John Gelmeshi from his... uh, from his uh, sex uh, assault charges a couple of years back. Uh, She says her client had the utmost confidence the court would be impartial, and she says Canadians should be proud and happy today. Because what they saw is that our justice system is truly unassailable. The prosecutors in a high-profile case looked at the evidence and did what they're supposed to do. They said, we don't have a reasonable prospect of conviction. A number of you texting in saying, hey, Jay, you know what? The federal election can't come soon enough. The liberals are out of control. They can't govern worth up. They must think that we're stupid. That's from trucker Dave. And uh, out of Red Deer, oh, sure. And remember when Trudeau told us the SNC Global Mail story was false? And uh, Daryl says they should name that boat after Vice Admiral Norman.